Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to share something with you that I had to come to the realization one time. And even in the reinvention of myself right now, I've had to come to that. And I want to share it with you today. Give it to you. I want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life. And I want you to be aware of it. Here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. 
You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because people have a tendency to once they make a decision about something or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice. They don't listen to counsel. They just, I made the decision. I'm going to do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement, in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything going right in that decision, if you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch, and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know, you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. The more you know, the older you look. There is no growth without change. If you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life, could it be the wrong direction? If you're climbing and you're making no headway, could it be the wrong direction? Could you have possibly made the wrong choice? Don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to let yourself off the hook. It's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? You, you, have you ever met somebody you talk to, they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man. They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is the, I, I know people like that stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this, though. You're not taking me on that trip, though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop the way. Okay, listen to this, this person, this person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what? You know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If, you, if your Chevy break, don't you take it to Chevy? 
You don't take your Ford when it break down to a Toyota dealership. They not gonna know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? Because they're not the maker of it. So now, why you letting you letting your life being led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts. I wish the nerve of me because I know for a fact that there is no way that I could have manufactured the life that I have. I could not even have thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un uh, and I, I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that, I, that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment you go to him and let him show you that gift, and then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up some supernatural, the, the, man, the rewards of my life, the awards of my life, the accomplishments, the how I'm working, the how I manage it all, all that ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. You can't even explain this schedule to people. Sometimes when people ask me, Steve, how do you do it? I go, well, this is what I manage my time. Then at the end of when I get through, I say, hey, man, you know what I need to tell y'all for real? It's God. I, I don't really know. But I'm letting him manage me, so he handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. All. 
new customers, existing customers. That means everyone, everybody, everybody, whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. It's that time. It's that time. Wake up, everybody. This is the one and only, the legend, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This show right here goes out to everybody that works in the school system. The bus drivers, the school teachers, the cafeteria workers, the custodial workers, everybody that works at the school. The coaches, everybody. Big ups to everybody back at school. I'm so glad it has started. I'm so glad my <laughs> kids leave every morning. Thank you. Jesus. I, oh, I get my day back with my wife. I just love it so much. And they get to uh-huh. go learn something. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Shirley Strawberry, good morning to you. Good morning, nephew. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> happy, mm-hmm. happy, mm-hmm. happy, happy Farrell. day. What's happening? What's happening, nephew? What's going on? All right, all right. And Junior Boy in the building. Morning, everybody. Morning, everybody. Everybody uh-uh. good? Uh-uh, Junior. Let's get to it. Shirley, Tommy. Tommy, uh. where's your, where, where your uncle? I know he's my in uncle, Africa. Tim. My uncle is in Africa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've been asking when he was going to get to Wakanda. He don't know where that's at. So It's an imaginary place in the movie. It's not no, imaginary it's not. if the they Black did a Panther movie lives. on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There, uh-huh. Well, there were people in Wakanda, Shirley. That place exists. Oh, Wakanda forever. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Thank you, Junior. You they ca- had a flight to Wakanda. You're drinking the Kool-Aid, too. <laughs> okay. okay. That whole thing on the side of the wall that took place, you don't think Ta-da. that was real? <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> it's a movie, people. Okay. But anyway, my <laughs> uncle is in, uh, let me make sure I'm saying this right. Bot- Botswana? Botswana? Am I right? Botswana, Africa. That's right. Botswana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Botswana, yeah, Africa. Botswana. So we will be in a minute going live, talking to the legend, the one wow. and only Mr. Steve Harvey, live Whoa. in Botswana, Africa. That's exciting That's so right there. Big. That's exciting. I mean, really major. And he's got some, some good information he's supposed to deliver to us, so I'm excited about it. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to get to it. We got a big show. I mean, you heard it. Uh, Steve, 
live from Botswana, Africa. We're over here in America. Hmm. President. When he leave, when he leave Botswana, Shirley. Uh huh. I'm sending him to Wakanda. There is no such thing. Will you stop wow. with this whole Wakanda thing? You just riding that out, huh? All right. Why would um, Steve crush is my gonna heart check like in. That. He's gonna check in. Tommy, you talk to him. He's gonna call us. I've talked to him. He's gonna call us in the next five, six minutes. We'll be talking to him. Actually, when we come back, we will be talking to the one and only. All right. Well, we got Steve a great Harvey. show. Oh, great so show plan. Yeah, we girl. do. We got an incredible show. We going live. Do how many people you know go live to Botswana every day? Uh, not, not I don't know nobody. I don't know anyone. I don't know nobody. We're, but I had to look it up, see where it's at. It's at the bottom. Right. Yeah, it's right above <laughs> South Africa. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, so we got a great show planned. As I was saying, we're going to find out what our crazy president is doing. Hey, The Rock got married over the what? weekend. Yes, Reverend Al. Have you seen his viral video? Have you seen the viral video from Reverend Al Sharpton dancing all over the place? We got a great no. show. Yeah. Oh, you got to see this. Down up in Harlem. Yeah, he can dance. He can dance. He can dance. All right. All that's coming up <laughs> and really coming up. Steve Harvey live from Botswana at 32 after the hour when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> Good, morning Good morning, Steve. Steve. Good morning. What's, What's going on? on? Now, listen to me. I'm calling in from Botswana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday, I started on my African journey. I was in Ghana, and I was broadcasting from Ghana yesterday. But right. today, mm-hmm. I'm in Botswana. All right, so here we go. So right now, it's around noon here, a little afternoon in Africa in Botswana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So if you're on the East Coast, I know it's six. If you're on the West Coast, it's six. Don't worry about it. It's six. Something. It's 12 <laughs> here. <laughs> all right. Ooh, so man. I've been up and already, because I had to get my day started early, uh, I went in and I toured uh, Botswana TV stations. Really? I toured Botswana radio stations. And uh, I'm about to go and meet with the head of tourism. The reason I'm telling you this, and I don't know how this meeting is going to go, I have some ideas and agenda of what we'll be talking about. But one of the great things is I'm over here and was invited over here by the president to come over here to discuss bridging the gap between African Americans and Africans. Wait a minute. Because Wait, say that again? Hold, hold on, Steve. Yeah. This is major. You're doing what? I'm over here uh-huh. as a person that they invited to help bridge the gap between African Americans and Africans because we are the same people. See, what what they try to get across to everybody, if you're from Jamaica, you're African. Mm-hmm. If you're from Haiti, you're African. If you're from St. Thomas, you're African. If you're from Cleveland, you're African. If you're from Georgia, you're African. You mm. was born in L.A., you African. You have to understand the connection. And they don't want uh, any longer to be considered two different people. Mm-hmm. And just as we fought to be called African-Americans, they are over here just Africans. But they love us so much, they want the tie to be strong. And it started with the president of Ghana when he started the initiative, the 400-year return, everybody returning back to Africa, after, you know, to uh, 
celebrate, well, not to celebrate, but to, you know, so, so you know, the 400 years to commemorate when the first slave left the continent. And mm-hmm. the mission of that whole initiative is to bring about such an awareness so that this never, ever, ever happens again. The atrocities that were perpetrated mm-hmm. against us, mm-hmm. it, for me to walk into those slave castles and those dungeons and see what they did to us, mm-hmm. what they did to us was unthinkable. I've never seen evilness perpetrated against the people like that before, not at this level. And for this length of time, this went on for 400 years. Look, there were a lot of atrocities in this world. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, the one that was perpetrated against Africans lasted for 400 years. And so this can never, ever happen again. So what they want is the connection to be more genuine, more real, mm-hmm. more permanent. They want to get people to come back and see where they're from, to feel where you're from, to come back home. This is your land, and they want you to identify with this land. So I'm over here. The tourism board I'll be meeting with. Mm-hmm. I have a meeting with the president. I've already toured the TV and the radio studios. And so now I'm going to go into this meeting, and I'm going to let you all know what we're doing over here and how we can start the initiative. But it's just been enlightening. It's powerful. It's incredible to be so many to see so many people like ourselves in power, powerful positions. It's, it's, it's just a great thing, man. It's really emotional. I'm, uh, I'm really excited about being here. Hey, Steve. Okay, hold on, I, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Okay. Do they know anything about me yet? Have you told them about Tommy? All of that have he I, just said. He and that's just, all you got. Have I told who about Tommy? Yeah. The people in Africa, like prank call, do they know anything about me? <laughs> hey, Tommy. Tommy. Huh? Have you been listening to anything I said? Yeah, you did. I mean, you sound like we finna move over there, and that's cool, but I want them to know who I am before I get over there. Hey, dog, this ain't about just you. I'm talking to a whole nation of people. Dog, there's a whole continent, continent over here. Yeah. Right, but do the continent know your nephew? <laughs> I, he hasn't heard anything you said, obviously. Wasted all your time. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I did. Did you well, listen to anything I said? I don't think so. I don't think so. I heard everything. You, I'm listening to you, <laughs> but you didn't but say Tommy. anything about me and them. But Tommy, wow. Steve okay. is hey, on the move right now. He is going from place to place right now. Right, and if you're finna go into a meeting, then you need to bring me up when you're in the meeting. Steve, mm. I, right? gotta, all right, well, I gotta ask you something when we come back. Uh, <laughs> that nephew of yours. Uh, <laughs> we're we're coming back. Uh, Steve's in Africa. He's in Botswana, ladies and gentlemen. All right, wow, how exciting is this? All right, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Run that do. prank back. You got a prank for us coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up next, the nephew is going to run that prank back. But don't forget, Steve Harvey is standing by all morning live from Botswana, Africa. You heard me, Botswana, Africa, the motherland. We'll talk to Steve Harvey, and uh, we'll also do some entertainment news. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is married now, broke a lot of hearts with that. And the viral video that's taken the nation by storm, Reverend Al Sharpton dancing as he celebrates Harlem Week. That's gone viral. Uh, but the nephew, what do you have for us today as you run that prank back? I have tow truck driver. Tow truck driver. Why are you Sounds saying like pretty. you always say? Tow truck driver. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can do it. You know what the tow truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's run a cat dog. Tow truck driver. And tow is T O W, not T O E. No, it's T O. Ain't it the tow? <laughs> Ain't nobody towing nobody big toe. Okay, what is wrong with you? T O E or T O W? You know what I'm talking about when I put that truck right behind it, don't you? Ain't nobody said tow foot driver. It's tow truck driver. <laughs> Y'all so proper. Tow truck driver. Come on, kid. Candyman. He just blew out the whole electrical system in the whole. Hello. 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to find candy. Is, who is this? Uh, this is Candyman. Okay, you you the, are you the guy with the tow truck? You you the tow truck driver? Yeah, that's me. Trucking. Okay, hey man, you jump started my girl's car three days ago and blew the whole electrical system out, man. I did. Hold on, hold on. Let me get back to my truck. You said I did what now? You do jump people's vehicles when they when they got a stall vehicle, don't you? Right, that's what I do. I I jump vehicles. Yes. Okay. So you actually did my, my girl's car about three days ago, man. You jump started her car. But now when you when you over jumped it is what you did. Okay? You done blew out the whole electrical system in the whole car, the dashboard, everything is just completely out. And they talking about this gonna be about fifteen hundred dollars to get this thing. I'm sorry now, who is this now? My name Kenneth, man. But you you Kenneth. my girl Sheila, man, you jump started, you over jumped. Her car. Well, just wait wait a minute, Kenneth. There's no such thing as uh, over-jumping a car. You can't over-jump a car, man. Man, let me tell your country. Now, whoever told you that, that's just, now that's just dumb. Hey, let me tell you something, man. You over-jumped my girl's car, okay? And you blew out you the entire... You can't over-jump a car. What do you mean? You, that's what you did, man. You done blew out the entire electrical system. The entire dashboard is completely dead. The people at the dealership saying it's going to take $1,500 to get this thing back up and running. Well, you may want to take it somewhere else because they're trying to rip you off. There's no such there ain't no such thing as over jumping a car and blowing. And if she drove off that day, then she should be fine. I've jumped plenty of cars. I jump cars all day long. People always need to jump. I no one's. I've never over jumped a car, blown out an electrical system. Look. You overjumped this car, okay? And that's the reason why it's completely shut down. All the fuses are blown out. Everything is completely dead. You overjumped the car. And now this is $1,500. And the reason why I'm calling you is you should be the person paying for this. Oh, uh, no, no. Hell no, no. Now that sure ain't going to happen. I'm not going to pay for something I didn't do. You did, you did it. You the one overjumped it, man. You overjumped the car. I don't overjump cars. Now, that, now, wait a minute. Now, wait just one minute, man. Now, I'm not going to argue with you. I jump cars all the time. And you mean to tell me I overjumped your, you? You're a no, I'm not you, you, you know what? You're going to get your whoop if I don't get this $1,500. I'm sorry. You said what, man? You're going to get your 
whoop. If I don't get this $1,500 to take care of this whole car and the whole electrical system. Well, I tell you what, I'm over here on Martin Luther King right now. Now, if you talking about whooping somebody, you bring it on over here. Now, I don't overjump no cars, and I don't owe you no money either. You owe me $1,500, you country son of a You owe me $1,500. I don't owe you son, let me tell you something. You'll be in for a long day. I will take this tow truck and ram it straight up your and I'm not playing with you. Now, I don't, I well don't talk to people like this. And I sure as hell don't appreciate it when someone talks to me like that. I'm whooping my You got it, man. You know what? You're going to mess around and get your little tow truck towed off some That's what's going on. And you're going to get your whoop in the mix of all of this, man. Let me tell you something. I need this $1,500 today or tomorrow so I can get my girl coffee. I don't owe you Where the did I jump this car off at? Because that's exactly where I'll meet you at. You, you jumped my girl car off at her job. She was downtown at her job. What street? Because I'm down there a lot. I don't know what street it is, but she, she worked downtown. So, you, so that's your problem. You're such a dumb <laughs> She don't even know what street it's on. And you know I don't owe you $1,500. You are crazy as hell. You I me this $1,500. I'm going to get this $1,500 out your now, you're going to make a decision on which one you want to do. Either you're going to bring me the 1500 today or tomorrow, or I'm going to have your ass whooped. You got till 5 o'clock tomorrow. Son, you ain't got to wait on tomorrow. I made my decision right now. Ain't going to happen. Ain't ever going to happen. I don't owe you And if you can get it out of my son, you can have it. But I bet you this much, you better pack a lunch. It's going to be a long night for you, buddy. I don't care how long it's going to be. You're going to get a $1,500 that's what you're gonna get, candy or candy man. You're gonna pay. You're gonna pay this fifteen hundred dollars. You can call me what you want to call me, son. But I tell you this: after I whoop your, you'll call me something else. You country. Listen, son, I've got to go. I got work to do. I've got somebody outside right waiting on me right now to hook up their car. I ain't got time to be arguing with you, son. All right. Now, if you really want to find me, you really want to find candy man. Everybody out there knows how to find me. You understand me? So if you really want that. $1,500, son, you come and get it. But I ain't got time to be sitting here arguing with you all day. I got work to do. I got to get back out of this truck. I got one more thing I need to tell you, and I want you to put this in your mind good and strong. Are you well, listening? I'm listening to you, son, as long as you ain't going to say about me giving you $1,500. i tell you what. I want to tell you this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by another record driver named... You know what, that son of a <laughs> that, that son of a you know what, <laughs> you're listening to this, because I, I sure owe you a $1,500 open, son. Come on now, get a prank or something. Give the prank or something. Play too much, the man. The king of pranks. You the king. You the prank or something. I got a prank, question baby. for you, uh, king uh-huh. of pranks. Did you just yeah. ask your uncle, because Steve is standing by in that. Africa, did you ask him yeah. if he could prank you? So what did he say? He's going to let you know? Uh, he, he be, you know, just, you know, act like he don't hear what I'm saying, you know, but that's all right. He was hey I will prank a king in he, Africa. It he, will happen. He okay? was embarrassed slash <laughs> hating a little bit, wasn't he, nephew? And he will get uh-huh. over it, Shirley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He will. Uh-huh. Okay. I heard it in his voice. I'm a king, too. All right. I uh, no country. <laughs> we'll talk more with Steve oh, live no. from Botswana, Africa, also coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening, and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right, Steve Harvey is live from Botswana, Africa. Uh, We're going to talk to him in just a few. He's doing big things over there, trying to bring people together, which is what he does, really. We'll talk to him. Hang on, Steve. Uh, First, we have to tell you that we have a brand new family member. And what a day for this, right? From Atlantic City. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is big, too, right here. 96.1 WTTH. South Jersey's new home for what? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. That's right. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Atlantic City. Yeah. What's up, Atlantic City? I've been there once. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, I have too. Yeah. Nice. Yes. So we love you. Join the family. We appreciate you and thank you. All right, let's get to it. In today's entertainment news, The Rock got married. That's right. Dwayne Johnson, Girl. the mega movie star, in all of his fineness, 
is now off the market, ladies. <laughs> Why you just can't say The Rock got married? You ain't got to throw fineness in there. Because. Like me and yes, Tommy ain't fine. The, the ladies yes, know does. what I'm talking about. This this <laughs> has nothing to do with you, Junior. Nothing. I cannot believe she going to tell the okay. <laughs> Anyway, he finally exchanged vows, The Rock did, with his longtime girlfriend, Lauren Hashane, uh, in Hawaii. The two have been together since 2007 and have two young daughters. Uh, the Rock also has an 18-year-old daughter with his ex-wife. And, um, wow. Tommy, I'm going to ask you this since since you're married on the show. Any marital advice for The Rock? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I tried to do it with a straight face. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know, hey, hey, I can oh, handle God. it. You know, I'm ready to love. I'm always ready to love. You know, uh-huh. I like well, I the way handle- you, I like that segue right there. You see yeah. that transition uh-huh. right there? I like it. I like you know, it. What The Rock has to do, The Rock has to make sure that he puts a lot of effort in making sure that his beautiful, lovely wife is happy. You want to come home. You want to do some things for her. You want to take the load off of her sometimes. But you know what? You're a millionaire, though, Rock. She shouldn't have a load on her hands. But make sure that you are present in her life and giving her everything, giving her all her flowers right now. That's what The Rock needs. And who is you? Who, okay. who, who is this? Who is this? Yeah. Excuse me. That's can, Tom, can you that's, bring Tommy that's Thomas back? Miles. That's oh, that's Thomas I'm Miles. shocked. I'm yeah. shocked. <laughs> no, because it, it made sense. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, know. Come, come home sometime, even though you got the money for a chef and all that. Uh-huh. You know, come home and throw that throw that apron on, rock, and cook for your beautiful lady, your bride. Look at Man, you. do that sometime. This boy got a fever. You know? Okay. I, I got to ask because it's you. When mm-hmm. you put the apron on, what do yeah. you have underneath it? I, I'm just, Nothing. Okay. See, it's Tommy. <laughs> Don't be fooled. Well, no, Don't let the food taste fool you. It's Tommy <laughs> hiding inside of Thomas. But but listen, they just got married. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you know I'm happy you want you, you, you want that? Are there, are the kids in the house? Uh, well, they're yeah, two they young daughters. daughters. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. How old are the babies? They're babies. We don't know. They're little. Yeah. They're babies. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to put the apron on, Carla, if we're going to have it. <laughs> <You know. laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that advice. All right. Finally, listen, Reverend Al Sharpton was dancing in the streets of Harlem for Harlem Week. Uh, nice. Oh, it was yeah. so cute. It, it I was, loved it. It was adorable. Yeah. It really was cute, Rev. Yeah. He didn't move like that. Yeah. Huh? He ain't always yeah. been a deacon of the cloth. <laughs> okay. Though. He's always been a man of the cloth. <laughs> also, we got to give a huge shout-out to our home station up there in New York, 107.5 WBLS, celebrating the history, the culture, and the brilliance of all that is Harlem. All right, so as we've been mentioning all morning, Steve is live from Botswana, Africa. Uh, He's calling in to tell us what he's doing over there. It's big. Just know that it is big, okay? You're going to want to stick around and hear what he has to say live from Botswana, Africa. Uh, Before we get to Steve, we're going to go to uh, Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, our very own Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, wow, that's a nice introduction from far, far away. Good morning, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. It took five years, talking about far away, but New York City Police Commissioner James O'Neill has fired Daniel Pantaleo. That's the cop involved in the show-called death of Eric Garner. Mr. Garner was being arrested by several white officers for merely allegedly selling Lucy's or single cigarettes outside of a convenience store. His last words, I can't breathe, he said 11 times, became a rallying cry of the Black Lives Movement. And despite a video of the incident and most recently a ruling by the NYPD departmental trial judge that stated Pantaleo was untruthful and should be bounced, the commissioner made it clear that he still made his decision reluctantly. An officer's choices and actions, even made under extreme pressure, matter. It is unlikely that Mr. Garner thought he was in such poor health 
that a brief struggle with the police would cause his death. He should have decided against resisting arrest, but a man with family lost his life, and that is an irreversible tragedy. And a hardworking police officer with a family, a man who took this job to do good, to make a difference in his home community, has now lost his chosen career. The unintended consequence of Mr. Garner's death must have a consequence of its own. Therefore, I agree with the Deputy Commissioner of Trials legal findings and recommendations. It is clear that Daniel Pantaleo can no longer effectively serve as a New York City police officer. And he loses his pension. No real surprise. Rank and file cops not happy. In fact, Union President Patrick Lynch accuses the commissioner of putting politics over his officers, a police union vowing to appeal under New York City's civil service laws. The Garner family says they want all the officers involved to face charges. They're demanding to see the minutes from the Staten Island grand jury proceedings in Pantaleo's criminal case to see if any of the other cops involved lied under oath. Reverend Al Sharpton says that the community plans to lobby Albany lawmakers also to formally outlaw the chokehold. The governor said Pantaleo should be fired. Well, if he should have been fired for chokehold, let's make a state law about chokehold, the Eric Garner law. Eric Garner's mother, Gwen Carr, says that Pantaleo may have lost his job, but she lost her son. Meanwhile, a white man in Florida is being tried for manslaughter for shooting a young black man to death because the black man's girlfriend parked in a handicapped parking space outside of a convenience store uh, with her, their kids inside the car. He went in to make a quick purchase and came out and confronted the guy because he was screaming at his girlfriend to get him away. The white man shot him to death and claimed he was standing his ground. He was indicted, though, on manslaughter. Today, by the way, is National Orangutan Day. I think that's a chimp. <laughs> Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning. That was for Steve over there. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm so excited. This is really exciting. Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, is on the phone with us live from Botswana, Africa. Whoa. That, that is major right there. Uh, but, but the reason you're on this trip, Steve, you were telling us earlier, is because you're meeting with the officials there uh, to help bridge the gap between Africans there and African-Americans here, correct? Right, because, you know, uh, tourism is big over here. Mm -hmm. uh, the gaming lodges are huge over here in Botswana. And it's just it just troubles them that they don't see African-Americans coming to, to partake in this and understand more about their culture and see the land that they're originally from. And so that's one of the initiatives, and I was asked to come over here to look at that, along with uh, look at some of their other things that they're doing over here with uh, Botswana Television and with uh, events and with uh, Botswana Radio and things like that, if anything I could lend to them or advise them on. But a lot of it's with the tourism board. A lot of it is looking at their auditoriums and facilities. You know, they're just looking for ways to really grow this country and make it, uh, you know, just a known commodity. And they really just want African-Americans to understand more about who they are. You know, it's like 52 countries over here, 52, 54 countries over here. On the, it's, it's 52 countries on the continent. It's massive, man, yeah. to really understand what's happening here. You mm. look at America. We're talking about 35 million African Americans in the United States. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 35 million. In Nigeria, it's 200 million Africans. Woo! Wow. Woo. 
I got to know this. It's ridiculous for us not to know more mm-hmm. about ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Steve, let me stop you right there. I got to ask you, why you? How did they, I mean, I know we, jo- we joke a lot about you being international, but how did they find you and why you to do this? This is greatness, but why you? Well, I received an award in uh, Dubai uh, earlier this year, mm-hmm. like in March or something like that. I received this global award. It's called the Lynx Award. Uh-huh. And they gave this Lynx Award out to the most globally recognized person in television and media. And I was voted that person. Look, I'm on radio, I'm on TV, I've got a social media presence. And, you know, for a guy my age to have a social media presence that I got is, is like huge, you know. All right, Steve, hold that thought. I hate to interrupt you because this is good. But we'll talk about this more at 34 After. I will take a short break and be right back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve's in Africa. He's in Botswana, ladies and gentlemen. What were you saying about that? Uh, Over here, over in Dubai, when I received the award, uh, I met some people uh, from Africa, and they started saying, we have been wanting to find a way to reach you. And so we came over here to meet you. And they met. And then the next thing you know, uh, some things happen. Uh, I get introduced uh, through some business associates of mine. And I meet the president. And I loved him. Uh, his, his name is President McKenzie. And I met him. And we talked. And one thing led to another. And next thing I know, I started getting some more phone calls. And then I got this invite. I told them I was on vacation. It was empty. And they said, well, before you go home, could you come here? And then I was invited to go to the, uh, to commemorate the uh, 400 years of us leaving our homeland. And I stopped in Ghana uh, and, and went to the slave castles, which I'm going to talk about this at a later date. But it's one of the most emotional things I've ever done. But I'll cover that wow. at another time mm-hmm. for the, when, I, when I get back on the air. And uh, I got invited there, and I went there. Then I met the president of Ghana last night. When I was going to get on the plane, the president of Ghana said, I heard he's in my wow. country. I want to meet him. So me and uh, my wife and three of my kids went and met the president. I got on the plane came to Botswana and I started the morning off this way. So, and that's, that's, that's really how it started. You friends, so you've been in meetings and stuff all day. Press all day. I'd have missed that. Wait. And doing what? initiatives and all of this. Excuse me, Steve. What? Yeah. Are we trying to figure out what <laughs> in the world is your nephew of here talking about? Are you listening? I'm to saying your I missed. Uh, man, you're doing a great thing. But if I'd have gave you a case of these prank CDs, you could have passed them out to all them kings over there. Everybody could have been. Kings. kings ain't got I mean, time. The kings got to laugh too. And, and I mean, if we gonna have this connection and this bridge we doing, uh-huh, I got uh-huh. to prank somebody over there. <laughs> you really you feel that you have wow. to? I do feel that? like I should prank a king at least. Please get your nephew, Steve. I'm embarrassed. You know what? I'm I'm pretty sure this ain't what they had in mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you're right. But so what, what I should right do. Now? What are you about to do right now, Steve? It's like 1 o'clock or what, what about 1.30 over there. Well, what are you about to I'm, do now? I'm, 
now I'm going in uh, after I did the tour this morning and I started mm-hmm. meeting some of the top level people. So now I'm going in to meet with the uh, ambassador of tourism. And mm-hmm. when I come out of there, I'll give you all a call back. Okay. And I'll let you know what's going on. But I'll probably be in there for an hour or so. But let me get back to y'all and i give you a report what I'm doing. And we got some exciting stuff. And I think it's just going to be some great stuff uh for us because you know i'm always thinking about my radio audience man and what what this could mean to you in terms of awareness and travel and things like that and then speaking of travel Mm -hmm. i'm gonna come back i gotta mention saying it so because i gotta get you all to know what we've done Mm -hmm. how we did it how it's turned out i got video footage i got everything because you know we had to leave the dr so when i Mm -hmm. let me do this let me go and see what time I got to go back in, and I might be able to join you on the next break. And let me bring you up to speed, and then I'm going to come back, and I'll tell you what I did with the ambassador. All right, Steve. Tell, uh, tell okay. the king about the king of pranks. Tell the king <laughs> about the king of pranks. King, the king. <laughs> All right, Steve. Thank you. Uh, this is wonderful. Live from Botswana. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit later uh, this morning. Uh, find out what you need to know, and we'll get back. Wow, this is excellent. This is really good. Tommy, you need to be quiet. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, he's sort of telling the truth. He didn't lie. He is the king of pranks. We'll be back with the prank call, <laughs> phone call king uh, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, a special one. Uh, We're going to talk more with Steve live from Botswana, Africa. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Uh, There is weed in the church van. What? I'm going to say that one more time. I said there is weed in the church van. Let's not run over that. Let's go back to that one more we time. We need to go Wee. back over it. <laughs> he just likes to do that part of it. In the church van. That's how he just uh-huh. wants to say it. Yeah. He just uh-huh. wants to say it. One more time. Wee. <laughs> I hate him. Come on, cat dog. Let's go. Weed in the church van. <laughs> I hate you. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach Dan. Brother, brother Dan. Dan. Hold on, hold on. Let me cut my TV down. You, I'm trying to read, uh, brother Dan, brother Dan. Oh, this. Uh, okay, yeah, this is brother Scott from the church, from uh, Bethel Baptist. Oh, uh, hello, brother. Dan, I call you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a little information about the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, uh, you drive the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, I drive it Wednesday, uh, Fridays, and Sunday. Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now Sunday, what what is that schedule? Oh, well, Sunday I, I usually start about eight o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier, depending on some of the elderly people that I have to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot. Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over. Yes, I, I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually okay. get everybody back home. Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why I'm calling you, uh, they saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, are complaining, saying that um, that the church van was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me. They say the church van was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh. driving them. Oh no 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 not 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 the van that that I'm driving. I'm, I don't no nah, I don't I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh, do you smoke weed? No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I wouldn't smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no no church. Now, where where are you getting this from? Who told you this? Well, all I know is what what what's come down the pipeline is they saying that that uh, a couple of the members came complaining. Now, saying that that, now, see, see, now, see, this this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now, I don't do that. I don't do stuff like that. Now, I done had a past. I done had a history, but I don't do stuff like that, and I wouldn't smoke in no church van. So are you seriously talk, talking? What, 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 what we're trying to get to the bottom of it, and see what's going on with you. Well, which um, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I they, don't know. They love me. Every Sunday, them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you 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 getting these type of complaints about me. Okay, well, they, they, one, one of them says, smell like ooh-wee. I don't know what that means or nothing like that. Look, brother, I'm... I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I, I, I've been driving this van as, as, as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was, was something that I wanted to volunteer, even though I'm getting paid, to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all done came at me on some stuff about, like, I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it? Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out here to the church van today. We're going to go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the, the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're going we're gonna to definitely uh, have go a finger pointing. We're going to open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church. Man, my mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. See, the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm going to mess up their name by driving around in a van full of elderly people smoking some then why do then why do it smell like weed, brother Dan? I don't know why the van smell like weed, man. Now, I don't I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't me. Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just smell it? I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't gonna give me nothing mint. I ain't had no and we ain't had no weed on me, okay? Now you ain't gonna mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, 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 no, we didn't, no, no, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me. What one of them got glaucoma or something? What, 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 you know what? You know who I think, what, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what the <laughs> f***? What the hell? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked. Oh, my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, uh, Brother, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence Rose. 
Lawrence. Oh my God. <laughs> Larry, they call him Larry, but his oh, name is Lawrence. Oh, church van all right <laughs> sounds like you, you got a hold much. to it pastor <laughs> <laughs> never me never me never me august 30th and 31st labor day weekend but that's the blues and jazz supper club the nephew is there back by popular man uh two shows friday two saturday there will be some blues there will be some jazz there will be supper and there will be laughter all right all right but that's the blues and jazz man. back Back by popular demand. Everybody say amen. Amen. Amen, amen again. Amen. And amen one more time. Amen. 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 All right. And then we're going to move on later where we will be uh, <laughs> visiting Greenville, North Carolina. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Well. That would be September the 7th in the Greenville Convention Center. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Anybody? Yeah. Is that a question? With you, Pastor. <laughs> there will be comedy exploding in Greenville on September the seventh at the Greenville Convention Center. I want to thank you so kindly for those few moments. I want to preach today on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went too no, far. Uh, no, uh, go. I want to hear this sermon. What, what do you oh. want to preach on, Pastor? Go ahead. I want to hear it. <laughs> Let's preach today on laughter is good for the soul. One more time. One more time. That laughter <laughs> is good for the soul. Yes, what school, it is. What school do you go to when you preach it when you come out sounding like that? Where is that I school? I don't know. What seminary school yeah. is that? I don't know. What school is that? I want to take the time right now. <laughs> yes, come on. To talk about the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We will be talking to him again live <laughs> from Bethesda. No, I'm sorry, not Bethesda. Live <laughs> from Botswana. Botswana. <laughs> Botswana. Uh-huh. That's right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com.
Dive into the hilarious minds of the world's funniest on a brand new podcast, Comedy Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. From rising stars to comedy legends, Kevin speaks with comedic tastemakers for ear-opening dialogue with the world's top comedic minds. Listen as guests like Jerry Seinfeld, Bill Burr, and Hassan Minaj chronicle their comedy club experiences, giving sneak peeks into their latest material, share inside jokes with Kevin, and more. New episodes of Comedy Gold Mines are out now. Subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Pandora, or whatever you listen to podcasts. All right, Steve, uh, live from Botswana. So exciting. You're <laughs> over there in the motherland. Uh, in case you're just joining us, uh, Steve is doing big things. I mean, big things, Steve. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, you know, I'm over here as a part of an initiative uh, from the country of Botswana to bring about awareness and bridge the gap between uh, African and African-Americans, because mm-hmm. they, as a part of the uh, commemorative of the 400-year slave trade, they never want this to happen again. That's the main focus. This can never, ever happen again. So one of the main things they want to do is bring a closeness between us and them, which is really just us. I like it. We want to mm-hmm. stop saying us and them. Mm-hmm. It's us. They, they they made me really understand something. If you're Jamaican, you're African. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. Haitian, you're African. Right. I'm telling you, if you're Brazil, you're African. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where you think that come from? And so all of us in the United States are Africans. That's why we fought so hard to be called African-Americans so we can identify with our home. Now, other people get to go home to Italy and Croatia, and they get to go home to Scotland and Ireland and go back home to the UK. And that's a beautiful thing. We should have that same beautiful thing. And so that's what they brought me over here to do. I'm going into some meetings uh, later on today. Uh I'll keep you abreast as to what I'm doing. And it's just going to be really positive for us, man. And I just wanted to call in and just let y'all know that. I I hate to cut you off, Steve, but in America, we still have to do the strawberry letter. So uh. (laughs) we still got. Okay, well, hold up here. Hold up. Hold up. Check this out. Check this out. Since I'm I'm back at work, this is what I want y'all to do. Okay. I want you all to play. And you know what it is? I ain't even got to set it up. Play one of. I have about 300. But play one of my favorite strawberry letters just for me. <laughs> we, oh, got we got I you. We got you. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, listen, if you need some advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. We ready, Steve? We ready. All right. Let's get out. Buckle up. She Hold ready. on tight. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. It's a strawberry letter. Subject. Thanks for having a child for my man. Dear Stephen Shirley, let's just get right to it. Here's my dilemma. I'm a 38-year-old woman, and I've never wanted to have children. Five years ago, I was in a great relationship, and we were talking about getting married, but he wanted children, and I did not. So we mutually decided to end our relationship. We could not deny that we were still in love with each other. So two years after we broke up, we reconnected and have been seeing each other off and on since then. While we've been spending time together, he started a relationship with a new woman. And they had a child together, and he couldn't be happier. 
He has told me that he wants to marry the woman so that his child will have the kind of upbringing he had with both parents present. I truly believe now that he has a son he wanted, he and I can get back together and get married. He tells me every day that he loves me, so why wouldn't he want to marry me instead of her? If I were an evil woman, I could end it all between him and this woman by telling her that I've been with him this entire time they've been together. I have lots of damaging proof that would definitely break them up. Even though I did not want to have children, I can help him raise his son. What do you think I should do? Don't I deserve to be happy too? Well, yeah, everyone deserves to be happy, but not this way, okay? I, I just got to tell you that uh, it looks like you're done. I mean, you're just the side piece in this in this relationship. He has moved on from you uh, to the woman he wants to marry. And guess what? That woman is not you. He said he wanted to marry that woman and not you. You, you don't want to have children. He only has one child. How do you know he doesn't want to have more children? You didn't mention that in the letter, did you? You think he's one and Ooh, done. Really well, he, smart, Shirley. Really smart. I didn't see that. Well, Great he, point. He may not. You know, he may want to have another one. And, and, and you, you still don't want children. So there is no future in in this relationship with him. What you have with him is as good as it's going to get with, again, you being the jump off. That's it. He told you he wanted to marry this new woman. He didn't or hasn't told you that he wanted to marry you lately, has he? So I suggest you ask, you know, don't you deserve to be happy? What do you think you should do? Well, you, you need to get out of this situation because he wants to marry someone else and have you on the side, which is exactly what he's doing. Steve? Well, when we come back, I'm going to break it down a little bit further. I would really admire the point that you made, though. This guy may want to have other children. Oh, yeah. She yeah. doesn't see this. But when I come back, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what's really wrong. Just hold them. Bring it. Bring I'm it. <laughs> through with you. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response. Uh well, Coming yeah, up. I'm gonna let them have it too. Now, don't mm-hmm. don't nobody be tight. Okay. <laughs> you know. All right. Okay. Because I see, you know, this, you know, thanks for having a child for my man. Yeah. Thanks for my Ain't child. Your man. Not your man, exactly, oh, Steve. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. you don't see that. Mm-mm. All right. Well, uh, again, Steve, you're gonna bring it with part two of your response coming up today's subject. Thanks for having a child from my man. We'll be back right after this. Mm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Thanks for having a child from my man. Well, I don't have to recap it because I didn't respond to it, but I just don't. This woman had a relationship with this guy. She's 30 years old. She never wanted to have children. Five years ago, she was in a great relationship talk about getting married but he wanted kids she didn't so y'all decided to end the relationship but you still loved each other so two years later after y'all broke up y'all reconnected and started seeing each other off and on since then well while we've been spending time together he started a relationship see while we were spending time together he started a relationship with a new woman that's not true see this is the first big lie in the letter she thinks that for two years this dude was sitting somewhere sad and upset that they had broke up oh, and mm-hmm. wasn't involved with nobody. Mm-hmm. So she that. writes in the letter, because this is a self-serving woman, mm-hmm. while we were spending time together, he started a relationship with a new woman. No, 
He was in a relationship with the new woman. Then y'all started spending time together. They had a child together, and he couldn't be happier. <laughs> he told me he wants to marry this woman so this child can have the kind of upbringing he had with both parents present. Now, she believes that since she's got a son, he wanted to be able to get back together and get married. He tells me every day he loves me. Why wouldn't he want to be with me? If I were an evil woman, I could end this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Even though I do not want to have children, I can help him raise his son. What do you think I should do? I deserve to be happy, too. You will never be happy destroying someone else's. You're right. Let's just start there. You're the most self-serving person I've heard from in a long time. You are, a, what's the word? Is narcissist? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that She's the word? Uh-huh. You're just like the president. Mm. It's all mm. about That's you. True. See, so now you didn't want to have children, but you think since he has a child, you can help him raise his son. You don't even want no damn kids. Right. So what's going to make you the great mother all of a sudden? You still don't want kids. But now you think you're going to turn into the super mom over the woman who had the baby. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're very self-serving. You didn't want children, so you didn't want children, so you broke up. You couldn't say, you know what? We love each other enough. We should share a child. No, it's always about you. I don't want to have no kids, so we break up. Two years later, y'all reconnect. Now, here in a relationship, you can believe that. Ain't no man sitting on the sideline two years trying to get over no damn body. Man. We get over women with women. Hello. <laughs> no, you say got to again. say that again man. right there. We oh, we over. heard him the first. No, <laughs> <laughs> Go Whatever. ahead. Say it, Steve. We say get it. over women with women. Somebody sitting up in the house sucking their thumb because you gone. We'll do that for a little while, but we're going to take this thumb sucking and turn it into something. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. he wants the family. He, She said he wants to marry this girl who had the baby because he wants the baby to have the same family he had growing up, both parents present. You don't give a damn about that. You want that to split up. Damn the baby. Again, you show exactly why you don't need children. Because you want to take this opportunity for this child to have a family structure that this one man wants to create with this woman because you want to just be so you won't break that up. So you can help raise a child that you don't even want. You don't even want kids. But so you could be happy. You want to break it up. Now you say you could break them up because you got some evidence, pictures, text, all this here. Yeah, you could do that. You could break them up, but let me ask you a question. You don't think that he'll remember that? You don't think that when y'all sitting around having a couple of arguments, you don't mm. think that when y'all sitting up trying to make these bills work, you don't think when real life kick in, Ooh. when the honeymoon section is over, you don't think he going to remember the fact that you sent some pictures Oh yeah. that destroyed yeah, what he really wanted to have? Now he over there with you with a baby that you don't want. You do not want children. If you don't want your own children, how the hell you hmm. supposed to want somebody else's? I'm just asking. Thank you. So one more time, <laughs> you are the most self-serving woman. And like Shirley said, suppose this man want to have another child. Mm. You ain't it again. Mm-mm. You're out then you you deserve to be happy too. Well, go find you a man that don't want no kids. It's a bunch of them. 
But go back to chapter 2, verse 18. We get over we women. We get with... over women with other women. Man. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't go to therapy. No. We don't go up in the mountains to find ourselves. No. <laughs> we get another one of y'all who can do the same thing y'all do. Make me feel like you do. And we go to getting over it just like that. Man. We ain't got to soak in no tub, drink no wine, get no good book, go on a girl's no trip. Parties. No. Well, we go to <laughs> Vegas and fix this. Hey, don't discount the soaking in the tub <laughs> yeah. and all of that now. That's good stuff right well, there. Totally <laughs> discounted for a man. If, you, if your man needs to soak in a tub <laughs> to man, find himself, no, we soaking with true. somebody. Yeah. Crying in our wine and all that, that's all good. My partner. Now, he call in the tub soaking <laughs> so wrong. He, he just broke up with somebody. With candles. With candles. <laughs> I get your butt no. out of the tub, man. Is that your toes coming out of baby bubble? Hey, man, I'm trying to get over something, man. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> Read and act like a lady, think like a man. Get your ass out this tub. Man, I'm going through something, man. Leave me alone, man. Well, dog, dog, we're on the way to Vegas. We can help you get over it. Go to Steve Harvey FM or check out the Strawberry Letter on podcast, uh, on the podcast on demand, okay? Coming up at 46 after the hour, Steve's back in case you haven't noticed. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with Steve Harvey live from Botswana, Africa, all morning. He's over there, like we've been saying all morning, doing big things, trying to bridge the gap between African-Americans and Africans over there so we can just be one big family (laughs) instead of them and us. But, Steve, you also have something else going on. Tell us about it, please, sir. Well, here's the deal, because... uh, while you all were doing that favor for me, I, w- I was brought into a conversation with the gentleman over here. And it's, it's just growing, man. It's really, really growing. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say it at this point, but I'm, I'm just going to say this. What's transpiring over here in Botswana right now, mm-hmm. uh, they have some leadership over here, man, that's really progressively thinking about really, really moving this country forward. And it's a beautiful thing to see. It's not what you think it is. They have five-star hotels over here. They have they have neighborhoods. They have gated communities. Uh, one of the places they wanted me to see is a golf course, this golf course gated community, and of one of several. And the whole country is only two and a half million people. The whole country. But, boy, it's fast, and it's beautiful and you got to come see it and so that leads me up to say this right here now listen i'm gonna give you this website y'all because i got to go but listen to this real close steve harvey sand and we heard you loud and clear i know y'all didn't think we was going crazy like we was gonna stick to it just go to the dr anyway look we we care about your safety your welfare as people we pulled out you know, we bit the bullet and we started looking for a great alternative and we found something that's even better. So go to Steve Harvey Sandersoul.com and listen to me. The Sandersoul Festival this year is going to be out of sight. We went Woo-hoo! to Cancun, it is. Mexico. We're going to the all inclusive Moon Palace Resort. We got a new location for it, but I'm telling you right now, it's actually going to be better. Now, I want y'all to come and celebrate. I would not take you to nothing that ain't right. It's Marjorie's birthday on the second day of the event. Her birthday is on the second day of the event. 
my wife is coming. This got to be baller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't going to say this no more. <laughs> this is her big birthday. My girl turns 55. If I take her on her 55th birthday, I take her to something that ain't right. You think I want to hear that? Uh-uh. <laughs> so I sent my daughter Morgan down there and her husband. And they throw these events, and they came back, and they said, Dad, it's out of sight. You, you don't have to take my word. Go and look at the video footage of uh, of this resort, man. Just go and look at the all-inclusive Moon Palace Resort in Cancun. Go to steveharveystandingsoul.com. It's all on there. This is going to be the best standing soul yet. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Looking for great entertainment? Sign up for Peacock, the free streaming service from NBC Universal. Peacock has the perfect pick for any mood with thousands of hours of hit movies and shows. Looking for a family movie night? Check out awesome hits like Trolls World Tour. In the mood for laughs, get your comedy fix with The Office. And don't miss critically acclaimed dramas, award-winning movies, and more. Plus, get access to exclusive originals like AP Bio and Saved by the Bell, as well as tons of kids' entertainment like Curious George and Trollstopia. For the latest updates, check out Peacock's timely news and live sports coverage. Catch dozens of always-on channels like The Choice and NBC Sports on Peacock. Peacock is the best of streaming and the best of TV. To get started, sign up now for free at PeacockTV.com. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. In trending political news, there is a petition to rename... Dang, I sound a little bit like Tommy right there. There is a petition. Uh, (laughs) Come on, Pastor. I know, right? There's a petition to rename the street outside Trump Trump Tower to President Barack Obama Avenue. All right, that sounds good. Stop right there. Where we signed up at? (laughs) Stop right there. Uh, The online petition posted on moveon.org has over 399,000. That's almost 400,000 signatures, people. Wow. Uh, And it has become a trending topic on social media. The main goal is to have the stretch of Fifth Avenue between 56th and 57th Streets be renamed President Barack H. Obama Avenue, thus making Trump's Midtown Manhattan office Slash home reside at 725 Barack H. Obama Avenue. Yes. <laughs> yes. The irony of his, it all. All your mail got that on it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that, that would drive him crazy. Every time you walk out of your door. Yeah. <laughs> Check your mail and everything. Barack Obama you got- all your mail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Donald, where would you like for us to meet you at? Uh, 725 Barack H. Obama Avenue. We can't hear you. What'd you say, sir? What's the address? 725 Barack H. Obama Avenue. No! That's the street? Man. One more time on the street. What? It's between what and what? What street now? <laughs> it's between 56 and 57th. Uh-huh. It's 725 Barack H. Obama Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's at. <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> uh, well, well, it. Can we sign idea. this petition? I was Is it just still getting ready available? to say. MoveOn.org. Move on. Yeah, just go to MoveOn.org and place your name on the dotted line or the straight <laughs> line, whatever kind of line it is. Put your name on it, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many signatures do they need on the petition to get it passed, to well, get it, it be, through? It'll be six short. Man, you ain't need to be six less, but we all signed <laughs> yes, it. Yes, we're <laughs> signing it today, all right? right. Whatever they need, I they like closer. Yeah. All right. Well, all right so, we know who's not signing I know. Yeah. <laughs> In other related news, President Trump is sending a warning of an economic crash if he loses re-election. What? <laughs> that, is that a threat? Yeah, he's using that yeah. fear tactic. That fear tactic. Yeah, it again. is. It is. Uh, arguing that even voters who personally dislike him should base their ballots on the nation's strong growth and low unemployment rate. But privately, Trump is growing increasingly worried uh, the economy won't look so good come election day. A lot of people are threatening a recession, saying that a re- recession is imminent. Yeah, the uh, financial. Financial markets signal the possibility of a U.S. recession last week. There are concerns over Trump's plans to impose punishing tariffs on goods from China and word from the United Kingdom and Germany that their economies are shrinking. Um, You guys hear, too, that the president is a little upset with Fox News because they put out a poll that said he's running behind his Democratic opponent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's upset. Yeah. Yeah, he said something's going on over there. They're finally telling the truth now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, everybody's Tommy. telling the truth. But he said he was mad at everyone, but who's Sean Hannity? Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah something's going on over at Fox. Yeah. They're, they're doing something. Something's funny over there. Yeah, didn't he say something like, we have to get to the bottom yeah. of this? We? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. work for them? Yeah. <laughs> what is this we? But it, sound, it kind of sounded like he did when he said that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it does. Like it does. what? You, what's happening, Mr. It's, President? Yeah, you said, I've Fox? never lost in a poll over there. Yeah. What? <laughs> The numbers is the numbers. Right. You can't predict a winner or the loser. Right. The poll yeah. is the poll. So is he mad at Fox News now? The only people mm-hmm. that the, the, that but media Gordon? outlet that he says supports him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It's coming to a close, yeah. sir. Yes, it's coming Tom. to a close. That's what it is. Wow. Yeah. Ain't nobody scared? Mm-mm. I mean, we have to do what we have to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up, more music, more fun from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What a day, right? We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so today we're celebrating a lot of things, guys. Check this out. Today is National Lemonade Day. Had some lemonade just yesterday with some fresh mint in it. It was delicious. Mm. Uh, Today is National Bacon Lovers Day. If you love your bacon, it's your day. Yeah, shout out to Mississippi Monica. Yes, 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 she loves her some bacon, too. And guess what else, guys? Today is Mm. National Radio Day. Come on, come on, come on. Happy day to us, everyone who is in radio, who loves radio as much as we do. Uh, Yeah, happy National Radio Day. Happy radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, so Tommy and Junior, I got to ask you guys this. What do you guys love most about radio? Go ahead, Junior. Go ahead okay. first. Yeah, no. I love, I love coming in here and acting a fool every day. That's what I love about it. Because it doesn't seem like yeah. a job, right? It don't seem nothing like a job. And I don't have to dress up either. Can't see me. We can't on social media. Yeah. When you post, baby. Yes. Yeah. What about you, nephew? What do you love about radio? Most. I like the amount of people that we reach across the country mm-hmm. and out of the country mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. tune in and you... 
Mm-hmm. It's amazing when we go somewhere, how many people really are tuned in throughout this entire the United States of America and outside of it, too. People are listening. Obviously, because yeah. your uncle is in Africa. Yeah. And yes. So, yeah, because of this greatness. Yeah. Yep, it's working out. Yeah. All right, uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and more of Steve coming up. We're going to go live uh, to Botswana to talk to our very own Steve Harvey, see what he's got going on over in the motherland. Uh, Coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm so excited. This is really exciting. Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, is on the phone with us live from Botswana, Africa. Whoa! That, that is major right there. Uh, but, but the reason you're on this trip, Steve, you were telling us earlier, is because you're meeting with the officials there uh, to help bridge the gap between Africans there and African Americans here, correct? Right. Because, you know... Uh, Tourism is big over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gaming lodges are huge over here in Botswana, and it's just it just troubles them that they don't see African Americans coming to to partake in this and understand more about their culture and see the land that they're originally from. And so that's one of the initiatives. And I was asked to come over here to look at that along with uh, look at some of their other things that they're doing over here with uh, Botswana Television and with uh, events and with uh, Botswana Radio and things like that, if anything I could lend to them or advise them on. But a lot of it's with the tourism board. A lot of it is looking at their auditoriums and facilities. You know, they're just looking for ways to really grow this country and make it uh, you know, just a known commodity. And they really just want African-Americans to understand more about who they are. You know, it's, just, it's like 52 countries over here, 52, 54 countries over here. On the, it's, it's 52 countries on the continent. It's massive, man, yeah. to really understand what's happening here. Mm-hmm. You look at America. We're talking about 35 million African-Americans in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 35 million. In Nigeria, it's 200 million Africans. Woo! I got to know this. It's ridiculous for us not to know more Mm -hmm. about ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Uh, Thank you, Steve, for that update. Uh, Wow, big things, big things going on over there in Botswana. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. They lure you in with shiny new phones and then lock you into long-term contracts. But Simple Mobile is different. You can get a 30-day plan starting at $25. 
You can also get the latest smartphones. Or if you have a compatible phone you love, you can bring it. Just text BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. It's the reliability you need when you need it. All on a powerful nationwide 5G network with no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. All for less money and no contract ever. 5G capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speed not yet available. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy. Service plan required for activation. Terms at simplemobile.com. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day on this Tuesday. Steve? You have some closing remarks for us. I know you do. Yeah, you know, I want to remind everybody of something. That God created us all for greatness. All of us were created in his likeness. All of us were created to be an example of what God can do in people's lives. We were all created for this. What happens along the way is we make decisions because God gave us the power of choice. We make decisions as people people, that counteract what God really intended for us. And one of the reasons we counteract what God intended for us is because the devil's main job, the opposition, is to not allow you to reach your potential. See, the devil don't ever want you to reach your potential because then he'll have another child of God out there spreading the word and showing off and being an example of what light can do and what love can do and what the power of prayer can do. So his job is to make each and every one of us fall by the wayside. That's his constant mission in life, to make us think we're not worthy, to make us think we can't, to make us think it ain't possible, to make us look at our environment, to make us feel like, well, it's because I'm this, I can't be that. Ain't none of that true. None of that is true. I bought a book the other day by Joel Osteen uh, because I was listening to him over the weekend and he sent this, he was talking about his new book called Next Level Thinking. And I bought the book and because I constantly try to reinforce myself, as successful as you may think I am, I still have a ways to go. And I will always try to improve myself. And people like Joel Osteen, Bishop Jakes, Bishop Alma, Bishop Gettys down there in North Carolina, my boy. You know, it's a lot Charles Jenkins up in Chicago. It's a lot of dudes, man, that call me to make sure I'm okay. Check in on me. Tyler, check in on me. Dr. Phil, check in on me. I got a lot, a lot of people check in on me, man, make sure I'm okay. Uh, I was reading his book because it's just, I just needed some more information. And one of the things we I had learned from his book in the first chapter, the title of his chapter is Be a Barrier Breaker. Be a Barrier Breaker. And throughout the book, it just talks about your surroundings, your environment, that because you're from a family where ain't nobody never made it out, don't mean that you have to not be one of those, that you have to be one of those and not make it out. Because you come from a hood that don't have a whole lot of millionaires made from that hood, that don't mean that you can't be a barrier breaker 
and be one of the millionaires from the hood. Just because nobody on your block ever went to college don't mean you can't be the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever went to school. You the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever became a supervisor at a post office or the FedEx or UPS or any place else. Don't mean that you can't. You can become a barrier breaker. But see, what a lot of us do is we get so immersed in our environment that we adapt to our environment and we must, we act like this is it. Well, if God had wanted me to be rich, I'd have been born rich. What? What did you say? I heard a guy say that. If God had wanted me to be rich, I would have been born rich. So let me ask you something, brother. All these people that have gone from poverty to riches, what was their excuse? Or what mindset did they use to become a barrier breaker, to break the barrier of poverty, to become well off? I chose to be a barrier breaker. I knew what my family was. I love my family dearly and still do. But what my family had, I didn't want. As much as I love my mother and father, what my father was and how hard I saw him work, I didn't want that. I wanted something else. Now, do I appreciate the work ethic he put in me? Most certainly do. Did I appreciate the faith and the fear of God that my mama put in me? Oh, I most certainly do. But I didn't want to be the one sitting at the church on the usher board. I, I didn't want that. I didn't want to work as hard as my father and make the same money as my father. I wanted to something else. I wanted to be a barrier breaker, a barrier breaker. And one of the things he talked about in the book is that so often we let our environment and how we were raised and uh, other people's expectation of us set limits in our life. He was saying that we adapt to what's around us. So what he said in the book, I wanted to share with you all. In the book, he said that if you take an oak tree seed, the seed of an oak tree, and you plant this seed from this oak tree in a two-foot pot, that oak tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in that pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because of the environment it's in. Did you hear what I just said? There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is your environment. If you stay in the environment, you'll never grow. But you can choose to become a barrier breaker and get out of any environment that you're in. You can escape poverty. You can escape the hood. You can escape bad thinking people. You can escape the dope game. You can become non-addicted to drugs. You can stop being an alcoholic. You can stop with God's help. If you take an oak tree seed and you plant it in a two-foot pot, that tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in the pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because of the environment is in. You got to change your environment. You fine. You got the seed. You got everything you need to grow. You dig? Those are my clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 